and what's going on guys and welcome to the benches cleared podcast where we cover the best rivalry in all of sports and this is my lovely co-host the debbie downer you all know and love tyler co and he represents the los angeles Dodgers. this is jesse gutierrez who represents the san francisco giants who will not win more than 20 games you heard it here first you want you want to put money on that Yes. Chipotle gift cards or what? 20 games? Yes. That's not a problem. Oh, fuck yes. yeah. What would you... Okay. Chipotle gift cards. You heard it here. And you will be exchanging it over the air to me when they win 21 games and not a day later. Right, well, Do let's... I look like well, I have any fear in my heart? No. You should be scared. That's, no. that's, a, that's a dick slap right there. That's a little pecker slap. You're a jerk. All right, guys, we're going to hop straight into it. We want to get into the polls we set out on Twitter, grading the bullpens and starting pitching for both squads. Um, So, Jesse, why don't you take it away and talk about the uh, Giants bullpen, what kind of grade you'd give them. Bullpen. Okay, you guys are extremely disrespectful, by the way. Um, With a D, you guys get 57% set, gave it a D grading. I'm not sure if this is just Dodger fans talking shit or they're not understanding the strengths of the Giants team. I know they're not projected to be a good team. I'm not trying to be a homer here, but you got to understand bullpen is their thing right now. Okay. Like they have a very strong bullpen and they have a very strong minor league, like coming up in the bullpen. So I, I don't understand this degrading. I really don't. Um, I would give it a solid B plus a minus, And that's where I'm going with that. Call it. Hmm. You know, 0% of people, uh, Gave it an A, just so zero percent. So now so you're that one percent. Overrated, yeah. Uh, well, a mixture between fourteen percent and zero percent, so seven percent of people. Because I say B plus A minus area. Um, I believe Tyler Rogers is a shit. I believe uh, Sam Coonrod is a shit. Um, Tony Watson um, potentially could be one of the best relievers in baseball at times. Um, you know, especially against lefties. I, I just. I don't understand the the D rate. I can understand skepticism because Tony Watson struggled last year. Tyler Rogers can have a, you know, he just had one year. All these guys had one years that were solid. You know, Trevor God had a really, really good start to the year and then struggled at the end um, dealing with injuries. So I, I could get your skepticism with like a B, C type rating, but D, you just don't know baseball in my opinion. All right. So switching over to the Dodgers side, it was a, uh, a much different story. So 41% of you went with an A, 45% of you went with a B, and then a few 9% with a C, 5% with a D. Uh, I think I fall into the B range here, potentially an A, but I just don't know who's going to be in the bullpen. So one okay. of the things for me is so, you know, so the guy who the guy who said that Kalen Jansen, oh, he's not the closer anymore, he's not that great. We don't even know who the closer is going to be. All hey, of a sudden, they're an A bullpen. Hey, dickhead, can I finish? Can I finish? I'm talking, <clears throat> I'm talking mid-reliever, guys. You know, okay. someone like Dustin May, Tony Gonsolin, I think they're going to be in the bullpen. Uh, I hope Gonsolin makes the club. I feel like he might not even make the club after the rosters go down to 26 because um, it looks like Ross Stripling is going to get that fifth starter spot. So I think as far as, you know – the long guys in the bullpen were stacked. The only thing that worries me is Kenley Jansen. And, you know, especially with him contracting COVID and coming in late and Joe Kelly's look good. As far as what I've seen in the inner squad games, he looks like what I've seen. He's breaking windows, bro. Inner squad games. He he's looking, (laughs) he's looking pretty good. And then, you know, Pedro Baez is always kind of a a crapshoot, but with, with trying in coming in, I think that definitely improves the pen. So I'm going to give it a B for now. That, that, I, I, I will make it a strong stand. I believe that the Giants bullpen is going to be better than the Dodger bullpen. I can say that with 100% confidence. Easily. Anyone can say something stupid with 100% confidence. It doesn't mean Let's you're be, right. Listen, I'm not trying to be Homer here, all right? I believe President there's Trump literally is no a other great spot. leader. See, I can say something <laughs> stupid with confidence. Listen, listen. That's literally the best part of their game, and that's the Dodgers' worst part of their game. And it's – I mean, I'm not saying they're millions, like, way, 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 way better than them, but I think that they do have a better bullpen. It's going to be better. Um, everything else now, that's a we'll different see. story. We'll see. I, I, I think I'm going to reserve my, 
you know, actual grading until I see who's going to actually be in the pen because that's going to yeah, dictate we'll really well. I'll see when, when, when you're handing over that, uh, that Chipotle gift card and I get to eat my chips and guac for freezy. Yeah. Now let's go to the other part of the Giants uh, poll. We asked you guys, how do you grade the starting pitching? Um, again, with a disrespect, uh, you got 50, uh, same thing, 57. I thought I was looking at the same. I was like, oh shit, I'm looking at the bullpen poll again. No, same thing. 57% said D. Um, and I got to say it's wildly un- underrated. I feel like, um, I would probably give it B minus C plus in between that range. That's, that's where I'm going. I'm not giving straight answers here. I'm going in betweens. Uh, I guess just just to cushion myself when I make yeah, a, right. a statement, but people just don't don't like don't write off Johnny Cueto like he like when he's on like he can be one of the best pitchers in baseball. Okay, let's not let's not pretend that Jeff Samarja didn't have a great year last year. So it's a solid one too. Um, you know, once you start dwindling down, it's there's a lot of what ifs, right? Got the Drew Smiley, Kevin Gossman. What are they? Are it's Drew Smiley? going to, you know, continue from his last month, last year. Um, he's going to be in a pitcher ball, ballpark. Um, it's it's a lot of what-ifs, you know, with, with those two. And then rounding out with the fifth starter, hopefully it's Logan, Logan Webb has the stuff to be a very good number five, if not, you know, has the potential to be a great number three, in my opinion. Um, but it just all really depends how he translates to Major League Baseball, and obviously he's a prospect still. So, I mean, there, there's plenty. I mean, plus I'm huge fans of guys like Andrew Suarez and, and, and Sean Anderson, and D-Rod seems to be really falling back to, you know, maybe he's going to do some long-relieving stuff. But I, I just – I don't understand the D rating. I, I think that's a little little much. I, I would say C plus B, B minus. Uh-huh. No, that's – that's uh-huh. What would you constitute what, – what, what, what grade would you give it? Would you be in the D range because you're a homer? Oh yeah, you for can't sure. Your se- your second best uh, pitcher there is a better wide receiver than uh, he is a pitcher there, guys. So. Oh really? Three point five ERA? That's that's terrible in the major leagues. Thirty two starts. That's that's terrible. I'm just I'm just saying. I think hundred eighty catches... innings and, and one hundred and forty strikeouts. That's that's terrible, he, right? I think he catches footballs uh, better than he throws baseballs. Oh okay, yeah. That's all I'm saying. Bitch. Bitch ass. No, Jeff Smart is going to have a great year. He had a terrible year uh, two years ago with injuries, but. I feel like he's going to bounce back here. And that's, by the way, I'm, I'm mentioned every single starter. Um, a shout out to my guy, uh, Bob Sharman. Uh, I guess at first I thought he was just like talking shit. Like, I mean, like just joking. Like you don't even know who the starters are. Like, and then he just kept going. So I thought maybe he like, what? I mean, first of all, I could just Google shit. Right. But come on, come on. There, there, there they are for you, Bob. All right. There's a couple of extra ones I put in there for you. Um, to, to round out because we're not sure who's going to make it or not. All right, Bob. Yeah, Bob's probably a fucking boomer, so it doesn't matter what he thinks anyways. Um, he's but not going to watch because of the DH, so. <clears throat> he's not going to watch because people kneel in sports or whatever, so <laughs> we don't need him. Uh, now moving uh, on to the Dodgers starting pitching. Uh, 58% of you said A, 26% of you said B, 5% of you said C, and 11% of you were Giants fans trolling and said D. Yeah. Um, the answer, I mean, is an A, I guess. Yeah. Based I give it off, an A for sure. Just based off your one-two. You know, I mean, I, I think Sean Bueller. even with the, the loss of David Price, because, I mean, David Price is no slouch. Um, it, it's a hit. But, I mean, in all honesty – they still have one of the best rotations in baseball, I think, with Kershaw and the Bueller, and obviously you're going to explain it, but I yeah. want to take your thunder. Yeah, yeah, leave it to the professionals here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with, with Urias and Wood slotting in there, you know, we we knew those were going to be the four of the guys, and then obviously David Price sitting out, or sorry, opting out. There's a little bit of a question. It seems that it's going to be Ross Stripling. Every indicator is pointing towards him. But if it isn't Ross Stripling, it's going to be Dustin May. So between yeah. those two guys, you know. Major prospects. Yeah. Ross Stripling's definitely proven himself more as a starter because he's had well, more experience. Not, I meant May. Sorry. Uh, let me clarify. I'm not calling yeah. Ross Stripling a prospect. Don't kill me. Um, but, with you know, with Dustin May, there's potentially more upside. 
but I understand why they would want to put him in the bullpen. And Ross Stripling in the inner squad games, he's worked on a changeup this offseason. That thing is nasty. He struck Gavin Lux out three times the other day with that changeup, and he looked clueless in the box. So I'm totally Gavin fine. Gavin sucks. Yeah, the rookie of the year sucks. He <laughs> um, could be. Yeah, I, I think with Stripling, you know, slotting in there, it's still an A rotation. Really, yeah. I think they could put anyone in at the fifth slot because our our one and two are so good, and then Urias and yeah. Wood have extreme potential. So I yeah. think it's an A squad no matter what. I don't think I'm uh, – I'm, I feel like I try to be pretty level-headed here. I think you're being a little bit of a homer trying to disrespect my uh, the Giants' bullpen. And, uh, I mean, I can understand the doubts with the starting pitching. I can understand – I mean, I'm just not going to give it a chance for it to be better than my grade. That makes sense. Like, if they outperform my grade, that's me talking shit on my team, and I don't want that. All right? I feel like I'm being a realist and a very optimist by saying – B plus, I mean, sorry, B, uh, B minus C plus area. I, f- I believe C is, is probably where they're going to be, but the potential to be B plus, I mean, B, B minus. So obviously we're going to argue it out all 60 games. All right, guys, we are a week away from baseball. And unfortunately this season, we aren't going to have the chance to see minor leaguers play due to the cancellation of their season. So we're not going to be able to see people play like our next guest, Jalen Miller, who is a prospect in the Giants organization. Great dude. Now we'd like to welcome to the Benches Clear podcast, Jalen Miller, Giants prospect, third round pick in 2015. Uh, really excited to have you on, Jalen, man. How's it going? Everything's good out here in AZ, you know, getting used to it, the heat out here. But other than that, I'm chilling. How are you liking it out there besides the heat? Uh, it's nice, you know, getting some good work in out here with some of the guys. Um, but other than that, yeah, everything's good. Oh, so the, the training facility, is it back open or? Uh, no, we're just hitting at somebody else's cage right now. <clears throat> oh, cool. So is that is that all they've um, really been giving you, like, instructions just to do, just kind of do your own thing, or are they giving you anything? Yeah, they basically just said, you know, um, you're kind of just on your own right now, treat it like the off season, but always uh, stay ready because you never know, you know, what can happen up there with the 60-player pool. So that's all we're doing oh, right yeah. now. Definitely. When you found out about the minor leagues getting canceled this year, um, how, how did that make you feel? Uh, it was kind of this like surreal feeling because, you know, up until that point that I was just telling uh, my roommate this the other day, this is the first time where, you know, I haven't had to clean up consecutive days during these months <laughs> since I've been maybe, honestly, since like five, six years old. So I was like, okay. just that, just that little thing with just not playing baseball during the summer is weird. And then, the minor league season being canceled is, you know, I'm waking up, working out for two hours and then playing video games for the rest of the day. So <laughs> there's nothing really going on, especially with quarantine. You can't go anywhere. So it is really weird. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of open out there a little bit, isn't it? In Arizona? No, I think they shut it down July 1st again. So oh, masks okay. gone everywhere. Um, well, that's take good. out everything. Yeah. Because <clears throat> oh, their yeah. cases are exploding right now. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think they just shut down. Um, I think I saw they shut down y'all, California, didn't they? Yep. Recently. Everyone's going nuts right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people don't know how to act out here. Uh, yeah, we were put back on timeout because people are uh, acting crazy. So, um, but yeah, I mean, if you can just give us like a little like rundown on, on your, your journey to where you are right now and, you know, um, I know you got it to, uh, to double-A last year, and um, I was expecting you to be in triple-A this year. Yeah, you know, um, from getting drafted on, I played with some coaches in Georgia. Georgia's, you know, really big with travel baseball and everything. Um, some former coaches who have played in, in pro ball and gotten drafted out of high school. So we kind of knew what to – well, I kind of knew what to expect a little bit, um, mm-hmm. you know, coming in. Um, from my summer ball team, it was like six or seven of us who all got drafted from high school. So, you know, it was nice knowing that we had other people together that we grew up with in the same situation, uh, yeah. playing against dudes like Jemai Jones, who we played with and against each other since we were like 13, since he's with the angels mm-hmm. out here in AZL, mm-hmm. Chad Smith, who was with the Rangers, just being with them. That was really nice. That first year, um, second year, I got lucky again. I was back home in Augusta mm-hmm. and, um, Augusta, Georgia, you know, that year was tough. Uh, that park, uh, the old park, Olmstead, was a pretty tough place to hit, especially for someone um, 
as inexperienced, I guess, not hitting, but as a pro ball hitter, basically, you know, just yeah. sticking to your approach, just small details that help you throughout the whole season and not just a month or two. Um, that was a big learning curve. And then the next year in San Jose, same thing, facing new dudes again. And then uh, that third year in San Jose, turned it on a bit. Stuff started coming to me a little bit faster during the seasons. My slumps got shorter. Mm. Uh, you know, instead of it being two or three weeks, it was only two or three games and get back to it. And then, Yeah, your second year in San Jose was really good. You had a really good yeah. year that year. Second year in San Jose was nice. Um, you know, it was – hate to say it, but it was easy for me. That's probably yeah. why I got hard again, you know, at the end. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, you know, baseball happened. And then next year in Richmond, same thing, started out hot. Uh, definitely one of the – probably the toughest place I've I've had to play in ever in my life out of any park I've played in. You know, it's just a yeah, big that, park. Yeah, thing's like a graveyard, right? Oh, graveyard. We had a we had a game – we had a series where Zach Couchins, who was playing first base with us for a little bit. You know, we have all the track man data and everything now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, he had three straight games where he flew out to the warning track dead center where the ball was hit 404 feet. Like, wow. he was out. <laughs> so, he went, for, he went 0 for 5 three games straight with flying – like, with – Runners on base. He could have easily had three home runs and like ten home runs at the end of that series. Yeah. That he was, uh-huh. you know, over. And that's how Richmond really gets to you. But other than that, um, you know, I'm happy with where I'm at. I learned a lot from Richmond last year, facing all those other prospects from like the Yankees who had an amazing staff throughout the whole year, even when they were calling guys up and down. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Tigers staff learned a lot for those guys since all those guys were big D1 pitchers. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's the first time I faced those type of guys consistently with uh, Mize and all those dudes. But, um, you know, just learning from that and learning from the players who are all like 28 and 29 in the league who played a little bit. Learned a lot from mm-hmm. Brock Stassi who played in the league, who was in, who won MVP of the league, I think, in 15 when I got drafted and came oh, back. Wow. Um, learned a lot from Shaw too. You know, mm-hmm. that was probably the, that was probably the highlight of my, of my year learning from those dudes. Willie Harris, that manager helped me out a lot. Um, and I really like where I was at during spring training this year and where, I was potentially going to be at this year. That's what mm-hmm. I guess is the worst part about this, how good I felt during spring. And then, yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. Uh, um, so I guess since you've been in the system, you know, where the Sabian regime and now with mm-hmm. the, the Farhan taking over, is there like a huge difference analytic driven trying development type stuff? Or is this just totally media blown, um, you know, acting like the world's going to come to an end? Oh, yeah, that's yeah, that type of stuff has definitely gone up. Um, we've been using those new – well, I guess they're not new, but the um, it's like a little sensor that, you know, goes on the knob of your bat, mm-hmm. and it, like, yep. measures, like, your launch angle, degree, this, that, negative. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just learning stuff like that is uh, really helpful. And I know the pitchers are doing a lot more. I see, you know, they every time they throw a bullpen now, they walk out with some type of contraption that measures spin rate. I think it's called, like, Rapsodo. So we're using that type of stuff. We are using that a lot more. And I think that yeah, comes also with just the coaches that are being hired. They're, they're mm. um, a lot younger than the ones that were here before when I first got drafted. Yeah, a bunch of acronyms that I have no idea how to measure. I mean, mm. making me feel oh, stupid I again. That's the reason know. I stopped going to school, you know? <laughs> yeah, you have to have a master's degree in engineering to understand what's going on. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. Like average, simple, I get you. But everything right. else is like, and you now, gotta kind of smile and nod average, type thing. Yeah, batting yeah. average doesn't even really matter anymore. Which oh, is yeah, get like, really stupid. I, I mean, agree. like, I mean, I know you you get like you know bloop singles and everything, but there's a lot. I mean, I would imagine Jalen. I mean, I guess correct me if I'm wrong. It kind of evens out, right? You get robbed a lot, and you also yeah get lucky. Well, it's like it's different for each player because you'll see like some teams will have a guy who you know just gets on base a lot and they're fine with it, and another team will be have that guy and get rid of him. You know, they want mm-hmm. the guy to hit the home run. So, I guess it really just depends on in the system you play in because I, I've seen it all over the place where I've seen a guy uh, – we picked up a guy last year from the Tigers who hit like – I think he hit like 285 in double-A last year, and they released him in spring training, and he was with us. And I'm like, in the same exact league that I just hit, and I'm like, dude, he hit 285 last year. He got released. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, what is that about, you know? Like, yeah. In any league. Yeah, uh, so I, you see stuff like that all the time. So it's just like a you don't know what they're know searching for at that point, yeah. you know? Like I mean, cuz it's like you you you're doing good, you're you're putting up good numbers and it's like, "Oh, but if you look at this F faba R, 
your 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 shit so actually you're released like what the fuck well i I understand it it. makes sense like you were saying the your teammate in richmond that hit those three balls to the warning track dead center that normally would have been a home run anywhere else i mean Mm -hmm. it's good to have those stats but i don't understand people now just completely writing off average yeah and just looking at ops and that's that's like the big golden standard now Mm mm-hmm yeah, I, I get the whole, like, you know, adapt or die, you know, you can't just, you know, things are changing and I get it, but some of these things are like, like, I just don't understand certain things, like, the reason for, like, the opener, I know that's a little bit, like, you know, obviously not a pitcher, Jalen, but, like, yeah. I, I just don't, I don't understand the science of an opener, like, it doesn't make yeah. <laughs> absolutely no sense to me why that's beneficial, like, it really doesn't. Yeah, I'm the same way, like, you know, our clubhouse is split too. You know, you have some guys who are like, I understand exactly what's going on. And guys like me who are like, I really don't pay attention enough to know, but at the same time, it's like, like, how is this helping to change? I guess, yeah. you know, like well, how beneficial is this going to be to the team? Yeah. I just, yeah. Especially with the opener. I, I think that's just my, my one thing, you know, in the disregard of, of, of average, I get on base percentage is, is a huge thing now. And that's great. And I get it. Obviously, a walk is not as valuable as a hit, because I mean, I mean, who wants to walk? You'd rather hit a double or a single, like honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, That's yeah. been the hardest part for pro ball to me for me because, like, um, I, like I said, I was telling my roommate this the other day. I was like, I don't even really remember walking much, like just growing up playing baseball, like up through high school and everything. Yeah, and I get the pro ball first few years didn't get anything of it, and then we got some new. Um, hitting coordinators in and they came in and started talking about like how, you know, how walks, you know, just getting on base basically. And I'm like, and they're like, basically there's this thing where, you know, you want to hit your pitch. Like you just want to mm-hmm. wait for your pitch that you can hit a double or a home run on basically instead of just mm-hmm. swinging at a, at a strike, you want to hit your mm-hmm. pitch. And like, I get that. But at the same time, sometimes I'm up in the box. I'm like, there's a pitch I can hit. You know, I'm swinging <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> You know, like, I'm going to make contact with it. Of course, it might not be a home run, but, like, just the ways to think about it like that. Like, sometimes they're like, we'd rather see you take a – take that close pitch. Like, I've had coaches. Of One guy will say, I want to see you take a pitch when you're down two strikes just if it's borderline. And other guys are like, what are you doing? You got to protect. Then you have to yeah. face that type of who am I listening to? What am I supposed yeah. to do here? <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, you see you have two base swinging and everything in the big leagues, and then you see guys like, I guess – uh, who walks a lot in the big leagues? I don't know. Whoever walks a lot in the big leagues, like, but they're hitting the exact same. So it's like, I can't be those guys. I have to be my own self. I mean, yeah, no. I, don't you think that kind of adds, that kind of complicates hitting, which is arguably one of the most difficult thing in sports already when you're going up there period. and it's, and it's such a, a such mm-hmm. a mental game. And then now you have these two or three things in your head you know, the hitting coach is saying this, the manager saying this. I kind of feel like my natural ability leads me to do this. I mean, I feel like that's just too many cooks in the kitchen and just overcomplicating yeah. something. Yeah, some of the um, some of the best hitters I've met in pro ball are guys who just like, cool, listen to that stuff and just – it literally just goes in one ear out the other. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're just like, huh, I forgot what they said. I'm just going to do what I did before. And they just keep going until they find their own little thing. And like, mm-hmm. I, I've seen guys just like, dude, I'm not listening to you right now. <laughs> and, then, and then some dudes like, you'll see him in the cage for an hour after that, trying to practice that same drill they were just taught. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, like different personalities in the clubhouse to affect hitting like that. Yeah. And I yeah. feel like that makes sense. Cause I feel like hitting is such a, it's such a groove kind of thing. You know, you have mm-hmm. to find your own groove and I feel like you can go three steps backwards in order to go two steps forwards when you're just trying to work on things just because someone tells you that you should. Yeah. When it may not necessarily be beneficial to the individual hitter. Yeah. You want you got to find out what works for you. And that's like you said, that's like one of the hardest parts about hitting. Cause there's, especially with the, like when the whole um, like swing up and launch angle came out, that just complicated things. So like, it took me like a whole year to understand all of that. I'm like, uh-huh. I just figured out what to do in my first three years in pro ball. Now I have to learn all this new stuff. Yeah, I tell that to all my nieces and nephews, just so I sound smart. And I know I'm talking about, you got to get your launching. That's what we got to do. You got to come over. We're going to get your launching all right. Yeah, yeah, except what, you know, when we were kids, it was down and hard or swing level. Yeah. And now it's like launch yeah. angle. And it's like, dang, 
I'm glad I'm not playing. That's that's why we're just com- we're that's why we're just commentating and, and talking shit. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> the reason. You know, if launching a was the thing when we were coming up, it, we, I would have been drafted for sure. <laughs> for sure, yeah, Obviously. I would hit bombs, dude. Yeah, I'd have gone pro. I'd be making millions of dollars and you know soaking it up in a hot tub with my soulmate. You you've been in the minor leagues for for five years now. Um, can you give us a little bit of? Well, I guess it would take. Will that be five years? Because you would count 2015, right? That would. Yeah, I always get confused five years? when I count it. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I guess, guess five years, four full seasons. Yeah, you've been in the minors for a fair amount of time. We'll just call it a fair amount of time. What would you What would you say is like maybe like the best part about the minor leagues, and then something? I mean, we hear a lot about the pay. Like, what's like the worst part you think about the minor leagues? I guess the best part about minor leagues is just meeting. You know, like. I guess you could say like your boys, like guys, like mm-hmm. you would just never met if you were in that system. Like literally if the Giants never called me and I went to another system, I would have met my friends, but I knew what I would like just meeting guys like that. Um, meeting the guys from different countries, seeing their customs, seeing how they act in the locker room. Like last year I played with uh, Jindy, Jindy Jang and he was from Taiwan and just, just seeing like just the way he dressed, like every every time he came to the field, like just designer everything, just looking super <laughs> nice, you know, like <laughs> always getting stuff delivered to the locker room designer, just like you know, that's just like their their culture over there in Asia. Like they're really in the fashion, just seeing that. Um and then I guess the worst part would be the pay, obviously. That sucks. Uh mm-hmm. depending on what team you're on, the bus rides you have. Um like San Jose, we were, I mean, even though it's not that far to travel, we were really lucky to be like pretty close to Visalia and, you know, an hour away from Stockton type deal, easy travel. Then, then this year I was in Richmond where we were the, first, the closest drive was four. Then after that, everything was seven and above. So it's like, Shit. so you have years like that. And mm-hmm. if you have a, if you have a bad bus and your, your team won't though, it's not the, like the giants don't pay for the bus. I think it's that, that system so like the squirrels pay mm. for their own bus but the squirrels the giants do have really good organizations like the squirrels that that um their organization is amazing so like they got us everything we needed so it wasn't as bad as i thought at the beginning of the year i dreaded it i was like dude there's no way i'm gonna be able to go to portland for 14 hours on a bus but yeah the squirrel <laughs> the squirrels hooked us up um they gave us like two buses for that trip so that was really nice a lot of room I guess it just depends on the league you play on. Like I said, we've yeah. been fortunate, but those dudes who were in low A in that Midwest league, who were the first, I guess, two, like two months, they're playing in the snow and like mm. Beloit, you know, <laughs> Wisconsin, they probably definitely have a lot more bad than I do. <laughs> I thought you were this close from giving a shout out to, uh, to my hometown in Lancaster with the Jethawks. Uh, <laughs> but that is a little bit further. I'll, I'll keep, yeah. I'll keep dreaming. You know, it's funny that you bring up weather. Cause I'm always curious you know, because we both grew up in Southern California and, you know, like you were saying earlier, kind of adjusting to the heat of Arizona, you know, we're used to it and playing mm-hmm. ball in summer. I can't imagine playing a season, you know, in Richmond and in those East Coast states. And like you were saying, growing up in Georgia, I mean, do you prefer that humidity to play in or do you prefer the dry heat like when you were in San Jose, Visalia? Oh, S- San Jose and Visalia. It's just the, the sweat. It's just – Visalia was definitely worse. San Jose was nice. Like, when it was hot in San Jose, I was comfortable. But right. mm-hmm. in Richmond, when it was hot, dude, it was like <clears throat> you feel fine. Like, your body, you stretched out. You're ready to go. You walk outside. You stretch for five. Like, you do your warm-up before you even throw, and you're just done. You just want to go inside and yeah. drip You guys get rain delays a lot. I've noticed. Yes, that's that is another one too. The, yeah, and it's still hot as delays. hot as hell. Ninety degrees yeah. downpour. <laughs> I don't know how uh, you guys do it. Another bad thing for the first um, most pretty my allergies got to me in San Jose also, but the uh, pollen can get pretty bad on the East Coast a little bit. Um, so that sucks playing if you have if you're allergic to pollen like I am. Oh wow. And I was going to say earlier, I can't believe I didn't think of this, but like you're talking about the heat in in Arizona. You're from Georgia, right? The humidity there is out of this world. Yeah, but I'm so used to it. I don't even think about it anymore, really. God, I I felt like I I was, I was there once and it was like, I felt like I was in an oven, dude. I was like, get me the fuck out of here right now, dude. I could not handle it. 
Yeah, the first time the first time I ever went to the East Coast, I went to Atlanta in August. And as oh, soon yeah. as I got out of that airport, I was like, this is bullshit. And I'm here <laughs> yeah. for another week. Turn, turn back around. <laughs> no? yeah. Well, especially, you know, as a bigger guy, like yeah. everyone uh-huh. out there is used to it and accustomed to just everyone knows that, of course, you're sweating. But I'm walking around being all insecure, like, oh, God, I'm sweating. I look like a fat idiot right now and everyone knows it. Like, this is terrible. <laughs> oh, yeah. No one, trust me, everyone's in the same boat. No one pays attention. You just go about your business. Everyone knows everyone's sweating like crazy there. Well, that's reassuring. So next time, <laughs> next time I'm out there, I won't feel so stupid. Yeah. The food there is crazy, though. The, like, yeah. the, um, oh, dude, the down south food is freaking so, I mean, this is more Florida, but I had my, I had a Gator Burger. Yes. That stuff is great, dude. See, I was so disappointed. The only time I had gator, I was in New Orleans, and I could only find it deep fried. But I really want to try it grilled so I could, like, get the actual taste for it. Because, I mean, it just tastes like chicken deep fried. I've only had it deep fried. I've only had it deep. I've never had it um, grilled before. I I had it in a burger form. And then, like, when I went um, to Florida on my honeymoon, we actually had it, like, in, like, fried nuggets and then, like, a – like a brat form, like kind of like a hot dog type thing. Yeah. Oh, it was just all good. Um, when I was getting recruited for, um, to go to college, I went to an Alabama LSU game. And, you know, mm-hmm. they do the whole gators. So, like, their whole tailgates, every single tent just had a whole roasted gator. No. Like, yeah. They just have and people just come up, you grab what you want, you can walk away, they don't care. That has to be game. one of the craziest. Shit, dude, we got to go to a – I'm not a huge fan of college sports, just like the whole underlining of basically profiting off of people for free. But, dude, that makes me want to go. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. tailgates. I, I haven't been to a tailgate on the uh, West Coast, but the tailgates in the South, I've been Georgia, Clemson, Alabama, like all those places. Like those people come out in their campers on like a Wednesday, and they just sit in their spots and just Jeez. wait till Saturday, dude. We need to go to like an Alabama Auburn game. Oh, that would be so. I feel much like fun. that's like the mecca of probably what a tailgate would be. Like, see, it's like I would imagine. Yeah, Old is it? It's probably it's almost too. like the water boy when like the the mom's cooking like snake and alligator and shit. Like you just like <laughs> break off the leg and walk around <laughs> yeah. in the alligator leg or shit. <laughs> I don't that's think it's crazy, like, like a tail. <laughs> yeah, I, I would be down for it though. Like I'm, do we? Mexicans, we eat weird shit, so I don't, I don't, I don't like flutter at like eating something weird. I'll try anything, you know. But yeah, that's just what I'm thinking of. Well, now I feel like you, if you think go, about it. No, I'm saying if you go to one of these tailgates and you don't get that, you're setting yourself <laughs> up for disappointment already. <laughs> just yeah. gonna be sad. They're the gonna whole look time. at you and be like, "No, you don't just break off a leg, you idiot!" Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> go back to California, nerd. Like walking around all crying with like yeah. a like, alligator burger. Nah, whatever. Uh, but, uh, Jalen, yeah. what's, what's like your, uh, biggest interest outside of baseball? Um, biggest interest outside of baseball will probably be fishing. I love mm, fish. nice. fishing and fishing and video games. So I have my indoor thing and I have my outdoor thing. What kind of video games are you playing nowadays? Uh, Warzone 24 seven right now on call so, of duty. <clears throat> so are you playing it on console or are you playing it on mobile? Uh, PS4. See, I can't do it, man. I, I keep trying to play and I just don't get a kill and luckily my squad will revive me. So I play on mobile because on mobile it's way easier and like I feel Uh accomplished after, you know, but kudos to you because I can't figure that shit out. Oh, people are good now. Like it's so easy to be good because like, I mean, I have it now obviously because I had to get it, but like the monitors are crystal crystal clear. Like if you don't have a monitor, you're already behind. See, and that's the problem. And I know that it's cross platform. So, you know, you have those people on PC and I'm just like, I can't compete with that. Oh yeah. Oh, we got, um, we ran into a hacker the other day with aimbot and just absolutely destroyed the whole lobby. Like, and there's nothing you can do about it. You report them, but you're already dead. (laughs) That's why why I play MLB the show and Madden. That's what I stick to. and And I can stick with those. Both those things, man, are just over my head. I can't even, I mean, I went deep sea fishing once when I was like 10 and video game. I, the last like console I had is a Nintendo 64 that I still have. 
So, I mean, if there's a way to, to, to play you on uh, Mario Kart 64 somehow, I'll wreck anybody. But other than that, yeah. <laughs> heck, I tried to play with my, my brother a lot one time. He's like, yeah, come come play with me. And I was like, all right, I'll try to figure it out. I just kept dying. I was like, dude, I feel bad. Just kick me off. Dude. Yeah. Like, there's no – like, They get so mad, dude. <laughs> yeah. All these 12-year-olds are talking about what a loser I am. And I just can't, I can't take <laughs> yeah. it. So has there been like a moment – in either you know minor leagues or something you're looking forward to even the minor leagues or even when you break into the big leagues is there someone specific that you're like looking forward to trying to like hit a bomb off of or i don't have a a specific pitcher and um like even a star in the big leagues who i would mind like so i feel like if i hit a home run i'd be so excited no matter what anyway like (laughs) i I wouldn't even think about it um Uh but i I do want to – there are some, like, middle infield guys who I want to play against. Um, I would love to play against, uh, like, Javier Baez. Um, mm. Just seeing him out there playing. Lindor, basically, like, the young – new young guys who came in. Yeah. Um, I would love to see um, uh, Beltre play, Adrian Beltre. I feel like that would be oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Just mm. someone who's – like, Miggy would be cool. Just someone who's, like – old enough just to be so carefree but still make it look easy out there like you know yeah, I'm, you I'm like all tensed up and they're just like uh lucy Gacy just <laughs> killing it. Like, that'd be really cool to see yeah i mean they have uh i'm not sure if you've seen any of those simulated games but man Fr- uh francisco lindor like was like doing cartwheels out there after he hit a yeah. home run and shit like dude i feel like we, we're, we're missing that man He's like disrespecting yes. my know, boy clev no one disrespects <laughs> Clevenger like that. Clevenger's my boy. Like, I just, I'm, I wish the, you know, baseball had that kind of like shit talking aspect that like basketball does. I think yeah. that would, that would be so awesome. Like, I mean, like the only time I, I feel like I've seen it like in game was like the Johnny Cueto and uh, I think it was Carlos Gomez were going back at it. And, um, you know, and they thought like it was an issue, but it was just them being friends talking shit to each other. Yeah. Like, like that would just be so much. I don't know. I I think that would just be so fun, you yeah, know. And you get a show. You get a show like, you know. I think it'll just eliminate the whole like you can't be friends out there. Like which I which I just can't. I can't stand. Like, dude, take a bomb off someone, talk some shit, go. You know, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. No one has to get butt hurt. No one has to get I hit after that. Agree with yeah. You. Well, uh, tell that to your good friend Madison Bumgarner. Listen. <laughs> <clears throat> Biggest crybaby in baseball. Yeah, but the thing is, is he never, like, threw at anyone. Oh, no, he did sometimes. But most of the time it was like, hey, he's talking shit. But then, like, afterwards he's like, yeah, I just was talking shit, and that was it. Like, like the whole Max Muncy yeah, thing. He was like, baby. yeah. Yeah, but he was just talking shit. That's the whole thing I'm saying. Like, you get to talk shit to the guy, and then you're done. You're after it. He's like, I didn't hit the guy when he came back up. Like, we're all good. Everything's fine. Yeah. I agree with that. Like, yeah, as soon as soon as soon as someone – you don't even – announcers, you don't even know what they're saying. They just see someone talking on opposite teams, and the first thing is always, oh, they're about to go at it. And then it <laughs> takes one person to smile and be like, oh, never mind. Now they're buddy, buddy. It's like, are we not allowed to talk to each other on the other team? Like, No, you're not we... human beings. You're professional athletes. Yeah. <laughs> Act like it. <laughs> Do you have any, like, brawl like, stories? We had a – let's see. I've been a part of – we've cleared benches – once in Augusta. Thank we you for in. that drop, by the way. Here's <laughs> <laughs> the clear bench. I'm gonna switch it. I'm gonna master it up, and you're, it's just gonna, you're gonna be talking yeah. this up. You know, I'm gonna know it. <laughs> uh, yeah, we cleared benches in Augusta, um, but that was at the end of the game, so nothing really, nothing really transpired there. We kind of just went back to our dugouts. But in uh, San Jose, my second year, we were in Lake uh, Lake Elsinore. Mm-hmm. Both teams, we'd already been drawn back and forth. You could tell, like, there's some dudes who didn't like each other. I think some of the Latin mm-hmm. players knew each other okay. and didn't like each other already. Okay. Um, so they were already drawn. Um, and then we were – the kid who – kid came up, hit a home run. He was like the – their like, if he hit a home run, the crowd got something, got a prize or something like that, you know. Oh, okay. Hits it and just pimps the absolute mess out of it, you know. Okay. But, I'm watching the ball the whole time because he hits it so far. And as he's running around second, I don't say anything, but he's, like, still looking. I'm, I don't do anything. I'm just, I just turn my back, and I'm looking at the scoreboard. And all of a sudden, I just see our outfield just death sprint like him, you know. 
And I turn around. <laughs> Next year, as I'm turning, I turn like to the right and the bullpen's to the right. So I see them get up and sprinting and home plate's just a bit cluster. Uh, we had got uh, a catcher, Tanner Murphy. We had literally got him. That was probably his third game with us. Third day meeting any of us. Had everyone's back. Like stood up in the deep uh-huh. space at home plate because he threw his bat. God knows where in the stadium. Uh, <laughs> They're still searching for that thing. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. uh, Tanner got in his face, and Tanner said he wasn't like really stepping up to him. He was just letting him know. But I forgot the guy who was on deck for them. But he was kind of like a not a hothead, but you could tell like if something happened, he would be the first person out to dug out for their team. And he was on mm. deck. So as soon as he saw Tanner talk to him. He went dead sprint, and as soon as I guess everyone saw him go dead sprint, they thought it was about to be a big thing. Uh-huh. We got into like just like a little jumping, like shoving match. Cleared it like it cleared up a little bit, and one of their players hit uh, Nolan Riggs, which is he's Nolan Riggs is like six eight, like the wrong guy. Okay. That, oh, that's who was pitching. Actually, now that I think about it, six eight hands bigger than the basketball, basically, <laughs> and like he sneaks him and hits him as we're all walking away. And we all turn around and we just see rigs. You just see big arms just swinging and people just <laughs> falling. And then they all end up tackling them. And, uh, yeah, we end up getting into another shoving match. We get back, finish the, finish the game out, um, finish the game fine. But yeah, that was definitely like the bigger brawl just because we were there, shoved a little bit, went back, and then more punches were thrown and came back. See, that's and, what uh, baseball needs more of. <laughs> That's what we need more. Because well, we can't knows. this year because because no one's allowed to touch. No, people can't, <laughs> can't high five. Yeah, yeah. high so, five someone in the face, which is the biggest disappointment ever that the Dodgers get to play the Astros and we can't touch one. They'll of be them. there. They'll be there next year though. You'll yeah. you'll get your due. Yeah. Always crying. Oh, yeah, you know baseball never forgets. <clears throat> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> baseball never forgets. I know. I'm just an impatient man. I just want it now. You know, I want before, it now. Before it's my I said, money and I want it now. Yeah, before I said, I'll just take a season. I don't care what happens. Now that we're getting a season, I want to see, you know, some people yeah. uh, get hit. That's that actually might be the best thing, honestly, because if one just happens to slip, they can't charge them out. That yeah, but I, want, I wonder how quick they're going to be with those uh ejections yeah, what are they Especially gonna do just throw them out okay well, throw, like just but one of the relievers ross stripling was pretty vocal before he thought he was getting traded to the angels and even when he thought he was getting traded to the angels but now with how it's going to stack up he's probably going to start the second game in houston first week of the season so we'll see careful jail just want to hear about about the dodgers okay he's here to talk about Listen, us. Okay. I know you're in the Giants organization, but everyone wants to see what's going to happen. It's true. Everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Don't put words in his mouth, Jesse. He knows. He knows what's up. You don't. So I think just to to wrap up, we'll just do some uh, some rapid fire questions or our version, I guess, of rapid fire questions and uh, call it a day. Yep. All right. So we're going to get started. Let's go. Uh, Backstreet Boys are in sync. Backstreet Boys. Why does this keep happening? Yeah, this, I feel like this is never supposed to happen. This is like the third time in a row. I don't think anyone's Wait, back, picked in sync yet. Who, who's the Backstreet Boys is the one with Justin Timberlake, correct? No. 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 Oh. Have you, have really, you seen I This Is The End? No, very well. <laughs> yes, yes, You yes, ain't got to yes, lie. Greg, you ain't got to lie. Everyone knows in sync. <laughs> ain't no lie. Bye, bye, bye. Yeah, no? just, okay. I just, like, I like that, that you took it too far. Like we, we we do have to remember we are older than most everyone who's on true. this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah. So I know that I know this is like the slowest rapid fire questions you probably ever had. But next up, what, what what's your uh, go to walk up music? Uh, go to walk up music will have to be anything like any Atlanta rapper, really. Okay, Lil John specifically. Yeah, so. Specifically, this year I was gonna do a uh, New Atlanta rapper named Ghana. If y'all listen to him at all, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know. I've never heard of the hottest that's out right now. That's because you're not with it. It's because you're not with, <laughs> yeah, it, bro. Not with it. Him and Lil Baby are the best. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see, I was I gonna say, baby is. <clears throat> as long as you 
don't say Lil Yachty because that dude is garbage, then <laughs> we're cool. Garbage. That's cold blooded. It's not All right, uh, it's text- not rap, it's not anything. Sorry. I had to yeah. say my piece. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, Texas Mexican food or California Mexican food? Jalen. Um, oh, California <laughs> no, <you> <laughs> oh yeah it's gotta be dude texas mexican food is fucking garbage i don't know if we have any texas listeners but come come talk to me a little bit this i i've been so upset with all like the the couple times i've had texas mexican food it's just it's fucking trash it's just fucking ground beef trash. and cheese anyway it's stone cold or the rock the rock okay um, we go in the office or oh, I've actually seen your Twitter bio, so I feel like I know the answer yeah. to the question. O- office or the or Rex, Parks and Rec? The Office. Do you not like Parks and Rec, or you just like it more? Oh, uh, I love them both so much. I just I've seen okay. the Office more. What's uh? What did you see first? Um, The Office for sure. Okay, because everyone yeah. keeps I, I keep hearing that whatever you watch first. So I guess it's I, I wanted to say that wasn't true, but whatever. I guess it's true. I, everyone keeps yeah. saying the same <clears> shit. We're keeping a tally yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we got we got to we got to break this in sync thing. Uh, uh, go to cereal. Uh, trick cereal. Huh. It's a respectable answer. It's a. Is it? I feel like that's I, not. I don't know. You know. You know where tricks fucked up. That's like I, I'm when... not saying that tricks is bad, but like tricks number one. Well, they brought the they brought the uh, regular shapes back. So okay. See. Different. That's what I was gonna say. That's where they fucked up when they just made little colored balls. Yeah, that, that, I did not like up that the one. whole game. Yeah, yeah. See, when they brought re- back the, uh, the the regular like fruit shapes, back mm. to number one for sure. See, that's a respectable answer. So this last one, I, it it kind of ruins it because you're a a professional hitter. It was gonna be you know, you know, pitch pitch or hit a game. Um, you know, we have other other people on, but I'm gonna try yeah. to change it up a little bit. Um, are you, is that something that you're going to try to petition if you get to, uh, when you get to the big leagues, like, are you going to try to petition to pitch? Oh, no, probably not. No, That's, not even. Uh, I would have, but <clears throat> uh, in spring training last year when I was at that big league game and I hit, I hit that comebacker at that kid and I broke his jaw, that kind of just ruined oh, shit. pitching for me. Oh, like, all no. together. Oh, yeah. Who, so I was when, when like, did, you did that in Richmond. Um, who was it? No, this was this was during spring training. Not this one, but the year before. He was in the Rangers organization. I forgot his name. Um, oh, but shit. yeah, I hit a comebacker, and I, it was bad. I was so scared after. So I, that ruined pitching for me. Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, that. Was, like if, <laughs> if you get an L screen out there for me, maybe I'll give it a shot. But that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I got I got one more rapid fire question. Go for I'm it. Curious. All right. Outcast or Migos? Because there's only one Outcast. right answer. Okay, perfect. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's all I want to hear. That's sure. all I want to hear. <laughs> but but we can't we can't also be that those thirty year old dudes though, right? We're just like trying <laughs> to they're come on now. I mean, but yeah, of course, of course, I understand that. I get what I you're mean, saying, but I saw them live four five years ago, How and the it was fuck you incredible. didn't. Yes, I did. <laughs> they would not let you they, in. Staples Center. Staples Center. They play the Staples. <laughs> All right, Jalen, man. Well, thank you so much for uh, for hanging out with us, man. Um, we're gonna be I'm I'm gonna be continuing to following your career um, and rooting for you, and hope next year. I mean, hopefully, some. I mean, I guess this is not something you're supposed to have hope for because that means something would happen. But hopefully, you'll be able to sneak your way on that 60 uh, 60 man pool somehow, or you know, we'll definitely be seeing you next year. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having yeah. me. Like I said before, this has been this has been really fun. Yeah, and I'll be rooting for that, you man. too. Just not when you play the Dodgers. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> or in like the pivotal moment. That's, that's moment that's of like got to be the highest race. respect in, yeah, in, in right. our line I mean, of work. Yeah, exactly. As of right now, at this moment, my dream is an NLCS game seven. Bases loaded. We're down by three. And I hit a walk off. I retract my like statement. Yes. I retract my statement. <laughs> I will never root for you. If I ever get you no, that's, a, car, that's a baseball card pack, I'm ripping it up, throwing it away. It's gone. You have, you have to think, being from Atlanta, like those those later years in the 2000s, y'all were beating oh, Atlanta yeah. like the NLDS. That's y'all right. in St. Louis got us pretty good for like three straight years. So I haven't been a big fan since then. Then got drafted by the Giants, so it just made it even easier. Hmm. Well, second of all, <laughs> I hate the Atlanta Braves. 
So there's oh, that. Oh man, that's you just made me get a big old man crush on you, Jalen. Thank you so much, man. Uh, this has been awesome, and hopefully we can get you back on at some point. Um, and def I know you're obviously way past A. We always like the couple people uh, prospects we've had on. We've been like, oh, we'll come hang out, you know, and see you in uh, in single A, but. You're already past that. Maybe uh, in yeah. in Triple A we'll make it out to a uh, Fresno, a Fresno, not Fresno, Sacramento. Well, I guess Sacramento. we'll go out to Fresno. You guys play Fresno, so yeah. Wait, isn't Fresno? So. I thought Fresno was the affiliate. That was a couple years ago, homeboy. Uh, Come on. Yeah, you should. Sorry, be. I, I don't <laughs> keep up with the giant minor league system like you. Do. <laughs> It'd be worse if I went along with it and was like, "Yeah, no, definitely," and then you would have to break the name. Oh uh, yes, like, the oh, Fresno Grizzlies, of course. Hey, this guy's a great big phony. We appreciate you coming on, man, and we'll uh, we'll be in contact, and we'll see you seeing you next year for sure. Sounds good. Thank you, guys. <clears throat> yeah, All right, man. Have a good one, man. All right, guys, now to end the episode, we are going to be announcing the winners of the Bobblehead and Amazon gift card giveaway for the Dodgers, the winner of this beautiful Clayton Kershaw Cy Young Bobblehead and a $20 Amazon gift card. We have Beast Mode Cisco at 7-Slot Cisco. Um, we're going to be sending this out to you. Congratulations. You won the Bobblehead and a $20 gift card. All of your wildest dreams will come true. Uh, and now over to the uh, Giants side, the winner of this sweet Matt Kane bobblehead, as well as some money to Amazon, is New Yorker in Jersey at Linka Minsky. Very New Yorker name. Um, we'll be sending that out to you. We'll be DMing you guys uh, on where to send it out and get that out to you ASAP. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. Uh, at Benches Cleared Podcast and on Twitter at Benches Cleared P to enter into next week's giveaway. It will be giving away RIP to our the great Willie McCovey, um, Stretch Bobblehead as well. If you're following, if you're subscribed to the YouTube, you will get a twenty dollars gift card for the Dodger side. Also, RIP Jose Lima. Um, you are going to be getting a autographed Jose Lima baseball. You're you're kind of upping me a little bit, but it's yeah. okay. William McCovey was Dodgers. A, was way you know, better, so. we we represent here on the Dodger side. We we, <laughs> we go all out. So, uh, thanks again so much for watching, guys. This episode has been brought to you by Renovation Candle Company. Use code Benches at checkout and get twenty percent off your entire order at renovationcandlecompany.com. Make sure to buy some candles. Let them know we sent you, so they just keep keep us paid and and fat and full. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, thank Jalen so much for coming on and hanging out with us. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. I'm saying fuck Aubrey Huff. Yeah.